All right, welcome back to another fantastic movie night autopsy. I'm Chad. I'm Sam. And I'm Aaron. And we're here for film celebrating and cultural talking abouts. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We get together. Usually, uh, the one rule is one person hasn't seen the movie. That's our main rule. Uh, who hasn't? Was it all of us? That that's, seen this? that's the thing. None of us had seen None this None of us had seen this one. one None of us. This one was of a different one. Uh, we've been doing a lot of sci-fi recently, and we thought we take a break and just like heavy stuff in general just, just like, a lot of heaviness so, so we went for something lighthearted. yeah a real romp of a film oh, a real just, romp oh it's a lot of fun it's uh but it's real and it's 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 intense so i'll just get into it has everyone calmed down from i tanya yeah i'm feeling pretty good yeah, about I'm it all right with it well it's I'm a great feeling, episode i'll see you guys next week for movie night autopsy <laughs> No, I've, uh, I've had I've had time to think about it and uh, mm-hmm. and you know like like marinate on it a little bit. I really enjoyed the movie. Like for, first of all, just like I think that the performances from the cast is probably the strongest strongest stuff from the movie for me. Yeah, a lot of uh, Oscar nominations. Uh, mm-hmm. Alison Janney actually won. Margot Robbie yeah. was up for it. Alison yeah. Janney won it. Yeah. I don't think Sebastian Stan was up for it. And he uh, was he was great in it too. Yeah, but he was I really don't good. Think he was up for it. Really, all the performances were good. And and I really wanted to point out that. Uh, the child there well several several children that played tanya did a great job and that's that's always nice to see like when you get a child actor it's it's always it's always she did, she did a fantastic with job some, with some real chops yeah. oh my gosh. and they also yeah, have to find impressive. kids that can at least like stand on skates if yeah. not know how to skate yeah they probably tried with with like kids who skated first and hope they could act yeah mm-hmm. and they kind of lucked out on this and that's what i think they did a, they did a really good job with yeah. that i'm glad double they threats yeah. glad they didn't skimp on that because sometimes like even good movies will skimp on a, the child actor roles so because it's you always know, like impressive. in the beginning of the movie and they're hoping like you can like forgive it for yeah, being like yeah. first act foibles like but yeah all the all the acting in this movie was you, fantastic. you end up yeah. with a with an anakin I, yeah, for a whole movie. I re- I really enjoyed it as well. I I have a, some mixed feelings about it, but we we obviously get into that later. Well, Sounds well, complicated. Well, the guy the guy <laughs> the guy that wrote it uh the guy that wrote it apparently like actually interviewed like all the people yeah involved the, in the story like he actually talked to all of them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing you're taking into account. <clears throat> Is he that got how the they... story from several different people mm-hmm. and so you know you don't really know what the real story is you just know what they told you yes. yeah exactly. but they still try but to it still feels it. totally real and believable yeah like like we said we were taking a break but really we're just taking a break from like this like high-end fiction yeah we're just we're just not talking about robocop this week yeah it's just yeah yeah another week without robocop another Damn. week without but this was a good choice i wouldn't yeah. buy that but it's also super it's super intense because of the family dynamic because oh we can all relate to like being related to someone or yeah. close to somebody who's like a train wreck. Family life is not always it's not, not always, always easy, yeah. and you know it's probably not as bad as Tanya had it, but yeah, Tanya had it rough. Like, <sighs> oh my mo- god, yeah, most of the people Ooh. in makes, this it makes, movie makes are Bojack wrecks. Horseman look like he's got it not too bad. Yeah, like, it makes Bojack Horseman look like the show. In he's Bojack got a, he's got a great relationship with his mom in comparison. <laughs> right. Oh uh, yeah, that wow. was what that was some. But rough he, stuff. like, so you're telling me the writer like actually talked to everyone involved? Uh, yeah, um, right. Yeah, Stephen Rogers, I think is the guy's name. Stephen yeah. Rogers. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're just gonna let that pass. <laughs> we're just gonna let name? that pass. What do you, what do you want? I'll bring well, it. We kept making because Sebastian stands in it. We kept making oh really bad Steve Rogers jokes. 
while watching it. So we, no, we, we were making those like, yeah. Yeah, like every, time. every five minutes. This, yeah. is, this is finally the, the, the DC Marvel crossover we've been waiting for. Uh, Winter Soldier versus Harley Quinn. Yeah, written by Steven uh, Rogers yeah. and directed by Craig Gillespie. Craig Gillespie. And uh, I, I don't know much about Craig Gillespie. I don't know what else he's done. But, but watching the movie, I definitely got like a McKay type vibe. Yeah, it's kind of like that. So what I was thinking was, you said Stephen Rogers talked to these people. Is that where most of this interview, these interviews come from? I think. Uh, well, or were they from like other interviews throughout the years? I don't know. Is it like a hodgepodge? I imagine I, it's like I, a hodgepodge. I don't know. Uh, like, yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, like Be- this, this because it works like a documentary. And and yeah. this is this is a well, situation. It's, trying, it's pretending to be. One. Yeah. Right. And then the situation's like definitely gotten a whole lot of coverage over the years. Like it was a big deal when it happened, and it never really went away. Yeah, it's like seems like every five or ten years, there's like a resurgence of at least talking about it. Mm-hmm. There's like a new angle we never knew about. Like, mm-hmm. like this, another doc, another documentary with, with about Tanya comes along. Yeah. I mean, there was a big one that came out like the same or, year that this came out, like within months of each other, I think produced by the same guy or possibly, I don't know. I did not check that. I, rem- I remember hearing about this years ago and when you, brought it when you just pulled it up it was like yeah that's definitely this sounds like a really interesting thing to jump into yeah i think i think margot robbie is a producer on it okay i want to say that that was the first thing that she that she was a producer for and she like talking about performances yeah she owns it it yeah yeah she was she was up she was up for best actress that's Um, cool it was it was pretty insane um so it basically the movie follows just like it like it's that documentary style format where yep. we introduce the characters and just like a talking heads thing. It jumps between interview mm. sections uh-huh. and uh, dramatized sections, but they often blend together too. And, and they often yeah. they often oh, have yeah, fourth wall breaking while something crazy is yeah, happening. Yeah, like the narration cool. will start. Tanya will look right at the camera and explain about what's going on. Yeah, and, and then it jumps back. But to also the be they, she, I, she's training for something, and her coach like, like she's doing something ridiculous, like some Rocky Four shit. And, yeah, and like the trainer looks at the camera like she actually did this. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, it was. Uh, I enjoyed those. Elements. Yeah, it was having fun with the was, form. There was just enough of them. Yeah, you know? which is okay in a movie, especially like besides adding like some levity to the whole thing because yeah. the movie's heavy. Yeah. Um, it, but you can't do that in like a real documentary where you joke around what is and is not true. Mm-hmm. And it's the, I guess the magic of cinema. Yeah, well, and that yeah. was a that was a big point of the movie itself the the ephemeral nature of this story because nobody really knows what happens but there was a narrative out in the media where she was made out to be this kind of terrible monster of a person yeah like she was the one that put it all together like she and, yeah and, you know nobody ever talks about how she's just a consistent victim of you know psychological yeah, yeah. and physical yes yeah. she's been a victim her, her life. entire life <laughs> yeah literally her whole life and now she's now she can't skate professionally ever again she's but she can't box barred. <laughs> oh i have things to say about the boxing but we're getting ahead of ourselves because uh so it starts off with just throughout tanya's life and her f- fucking awful mother oh, oh yeah god this yeah. lady damn she's allison better Janney. off with wolves man damn allison janney yeah and janney owns it do a really great job of playing somebody that i hate <laughs> It's a weird feeling. I call it the Gyllenhaal effect. Jake Gyllenhaal is good at that. Yeah, playing someone that I just, I just cannot stand. I gotta, I gotta catch, I gotta catch this like this uh, Nightcrawler. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh god, Nightcrawler. Secret sequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That movie is like a. I haven't seen it yet, but I feel like yeah, I think you're onto something. Yeah, it's I feel like it's the same director. It's a theory from somebody who hasn't seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best kind. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it starts off and you just see like uh, uh, Tanya's mom um, just being physically and verbally abusive, mostly verbally, yeah. but a, a decent amount physically. There, but there's always a scene early on, she like kicks a chair over and just sends yeah. her flying. Or just slaps her while she's eating dinner or something. Yeah. Beats but, her with a brush at but that point. pushing yep. her. Beats her with a brush. Pushing her, like starting her out at like age four to yeah. skate. Yeah. Mm. Because um, she, she's, she's got to she's got to be great at something, and she yeah. she bullies her coach into accepting her as a yeah. student because her coach doesn't even want to do it. So yep. yeah, I mean, and, it's, and they, in the movie they play it off like, uh, well, she's obviously poor, and this is like a prestige sport type thing. You got to look good, and that whole thing, and that's something that's peppered throughout the film. Mm-hmm. Like they constantly believe she's being judged for being poor, white trash, or not having it's a sequence. It's not suit the image that we want. Yeah, and there's it's, some truth yeah. to that. <laughs> I yeah, imagine yeah. so. Um, but then her mom, after her mom is told she can't skate in this group, her mom then tells Tanya, go skate in this group. I don't give a shit what they say. Go do it. And it's it's kind of, you see it in a lot of sports movies and they play it kind of light here. The whole, the trainer's like, I can't train you. You're too old or you're too small or you're, you're too short or, or you're too young or you're too fat. And then they watch them do one thing. Like one thing, dude. Yep. And they're like, there's something to this person. Then, then Eye of the Tiger starts yeah, playing. Yeah, it's just like faintly, but then builds. Bum, yeah. And that's bum, what happens bum, here. Bum. She's yeah. like, trains, skates. She's a four-year-old who can skate decently well. Pretty good for her age, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the coach kind of have you like how, how, how many yeah. how many four-year-olds do you know? Like, they're they're really not very good at very many things. Or anything. Yeah, just like verbalizing like they have a hard time getting the straw in the ju- juice box like yeah. it's well i mean okay so it depends on what juice you're drinking if it's like juicy fruit you gotta help like, them tie like their, that's you, right there but if you it's have Capri to Sun, help them it. tie their skates before they get out onto the ice well, it's, yeah i'm just saying if, if they can get on the ice and skate that's an impressive four-year-old yeah right? i agree it's an it's an impressive four-year-old i agree but then it's just uh talk about montage because there's a montage it is a sports movie. It's a sports biopic. There has to be there's a bunch be, of montages. There's going to be a montage. And so montage of her growing up simultaneously skating and her mom abusing her and her getting better mm-hmm. to the point where she's competing by high school. And she, well, she's like, she's doing that whole thing where the, the anger fuels her skating and stuff like that. Yeah. Like she's, she's letting it out on the, which on the, like helps when you're young, but it's not very healthy in life. No, it's, it's not something you want to carry with you through no. life. It's no. not, doesn't feel good. But then, was it in high school where she meets old old Galuli? Well, no, we're skipping. Oh, we're skipping Galuli? something. I apologize. We're skipping the father thing. Oh, her dad. That scene. Oh, yeah, he goes out for cigarettes. blown over he, in the movie, man. He goes out. Okay, he goes it should out be a bigger cigarettes. deal. But it was. But it was. I thought it was a very impactful scene because it it informed yeah, some of her. It again. They never reference how. No, but it informs her behavior later with. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's that's what I that's what I read into it yeah. that they put that scene in there where her father eventually just gets sick of living with her mother and leaves, and then she's she's like begging him to yeah, she like stands take her. She's like, don't leave me here, please oh, yeah. take me with you. She that stands is. in front of the car, and it's yeah. like it's heartbreakingly done. And he's and like, I'll I'll see you soon, and then he's, never again. Uh, yeah, never. Which I'm sure. He, he probably sometimes. Yeah. But he, he probably movie, he probably got held up buying that pack of cigarettes. You know, like. <laughs> He just stepped out for five minutes. Yeah. 20 years ago. The line was really long. So it just kind of establishes that the only real relationships that she's had in her life are are like abusive ones. And, you know, she she develops this fear of being abandoned. Mm -hmm. And that informs her relationship with 
Yeah. Jeff. Galuli. Oh, boy, Galuli. He really just Galulis up the whole oh, movie. The whole thing. Oh, oh, it's that great thing. So when they go to the interviews act like 10, 15 years later, played by Sebastian Stan, and he's got like bad jazz yeah, musician goatee. Really dumb goatee. Yeah, he's going like, on. I just it's discovered bad. the trombone. It's better it's than like, that mustache. It was better than that. I disagree. <laughs> that mustache, like, I knew what I was getting with that mustache. I knew yeah. I was getting a white trash trickster. Yeah. Because I've seen that mustache. I do kind of feel like he was he was uh like it was like a secret campaign for the Freddy roll. He didn't get it. But I got you. That's that's good. Like a, it's like a secret campaign like a for secret, it. Like a secret like Freddie Mercury. Like, hey, like I'm audition. just saying, I'm just saying casting director. Take a look. Just saying. Look <laughs> I at the mustache. Rock a mustache. Look at the mustache. Look at that. Look at that stash. So they meet cuz where are they? She was just practicing. Practicing, uh, and he's hanging out because yeah. there's nothing to do, yeah. I guess. And they meet, and they're well, just... Well, it's high school, you know, like the pretty, oh, girls, yeah. pretty girls skating. Let's go watch Pretty Girls Skate. Yeah, there's like, nothing to do in a small yeah. town. You go hang out with the, where there's... Yeah, yeah. Wall, they, they didn't have a Walmart to go walk around yeah. in. Yeah, or a Whataburger to, to, to hang, hang out the to parking lot of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Order a shake. <laughs> Maybe. So, you know, they just kind of jump right into it, essentially. But um, they have one. They have like their first date, where the mom comes along, and it's just super awkward. Oh, they go and, to like Perkins or something. Oh yeah, it's that's like so bad, bad. Bad buffet. And it's just uh, and then but they do that. It's like really kind of sweet at first because he's like working on a car, and she goes over there to hang out with them, and they're both so nervous it's, they don't talk or anything. It's like yeah. a, it's like a scene out of Freaks and Geeks. For yeah, a it's so awkward. Yeah. We were like yelling out the screen. Yeah. Do was, something. Yeah, that was a I cannot take credit for that. Do something yell. That's that that belongs to Joel Hodgson because he said it during the Man of Hands of Fate episode. Yeah. I, but oh, it, it warranted someone yelling "Do something!" Do something. at the screen because they were not doing anything yeah. for like ten seconds. And in movie time, time that's, that's a long an eternity. Time. That's so long to just be sitting there with nothing happening on the screen. Well, yeah, they're just really crazy. pushing the awkwardness of the moment and just like how. She really doesn't have no, very many the, social skills. That's neither neither does he. They're just awkward yeah. teenagers yeah. who end having up an awkward teenager exchange. Yeah, but that's what I mean. That's why it's like it's like an episode of Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, like yeah. that's all that show is is awkward teenagers being awkward. It's really good at that too. That's a good show. I, think I like I, it. I saw like one episode. Yeah, it's of a, it's a, there's only one season of it. It's a pretty decent show. Like, I like it. It's a pretty decent season. I like the the cast. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. But it, I just never got back into it. Yeah. Well, if you liked that scene of this movie, you'll. <laughs> You're like that Based show. on that alone. Yeah. But, but the um, thing is, is like once they get like into it and start dating, it pretty much goes to shit like right away. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he like immediately becomes an abuser. Like like he just like they just cut to a scene where she says something and then he just hits and her. And he just like slaps her in the face. And then like sighs. He's like, ah, he did in the voiceover. She's like, well, I figured my mom hits me and she loves me. So he must love me. Uh, too. Uh, it's like, wow, that yeah. is, that is so really sad. Thanks, movie. Thank <laughs> you for that. Thanks for that feeling. Like we That's said a exactly. nice little romp, right, guys? <laughs> it's a nice romp. Is that, and that is not the first time that they exchange blows. No, it just they get into keeps it. Happening. Yeah, yeah. I guess to a point where she's like fighting back. There's that I scene. I don't know when it happens, but there's that scene where you hear the the voiceover talking. Like, there's all kinds of rumors out there about me and JF, and uh, she doesn't have an accent like that. But let's just say for right now it works because it kind of works. And there's the scene well, where she, you're listening to two people who aren't American impersonate a very specific type of American. Yeah, person. exactly. So she, so there's the scene where she walks out of the bedroom. Jeff's running. He's bolting out the door. She raises a shotgun, puts one shell into like the China hutch, and she looks at the camera. She goes, "This never happened. It never happened." 
yeah. and the shell yeah. like goes flying towards the camera. It's like a Predator Two where like Danny Glover and like Gary Busey are just totally like having that one on one on the steps, and Danny Glover just hands him that line to shut him up, and he slaps his own hand like in front of his face, like the that one. <laughs> it's like that, but with a shotgun That's, shell. That is one of my favorite moments in cinema history. Yeah, is that Danny Glover like slap? That. It's just like a exclamation point on your statement and this movie does a lot of that there's two or three times where but that's, that's it portrays where... Tanya as like this uh, this like high level like violent person that she doesn't really appear to be mm-hmm. or it at least that was the that was the narrative back then like you were saying earlier it's, when, the, it's the mechanics of it exactly just totally like this is all her fault like cause there's a scene where like when they eventually do get Nancy Kerrigan I'm jumping ahead but people thought Tanya did it and they cut this this one shot of her beating the shit out of her and just like turning around with blood on her face being like crazy yeah which was never never really happened nope well i think you know it's probably a mixture of um there's there's probably a mixture of reality and the the narrative put forth at that time because when you live in that uh when you live in that kind of cycle of violence it kind of becomes part of your life. You will act out in violent ways of your own. She probably did fight back to a degree, but it, like obviously doesn't make it doesn't make it any better that he was just you know, wailing on her whenever he wanted to. It was a yeah. It was well, there would usually be like an inciting incident, like she wanted the dove bars. Yeah, <laughs> and then that was just like the like the clincher to kind of start this whole. Thing. I guess that's what it's like with abusive people. It's like you never know what will sell them off. Yeah. You don't even see it coming. The camera just starts to pan over with her in this frame, and he just smacks her right in the face. With it's full ridiculous. Fist, full fists. And then she just goes down, and he walks away. It's like, well, that was very unpleasant to watch. Thanks, and movie. Thanks, movie. We thank the movie a lot for this abuse. <laughs> there is no glorification. No, no, no. There's no glorification of violence yeah, in it's, this. It's, and no, I did it's appreciate just, that. It's just brutal and raw. And it's and it's it's meant to make you feel not, like super uncomfortable and yeah. disgusted. Yeah, and it worked. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like after, after after like a couple of sequences where we see her getting better and better. And well, she leaves her mom. Mm-hmm. Like, we mm-hmm. can't we she, can't get to the triple. Oh, so oh dude, yeah, she's, it's she's, she's, dropped, <laughs> she's dropped out. Well, she's dropped out of school. We know yeah. this. Yeah, she's, she's not in school anymore. All she does is focus on skating. Yeah, she drops out of school to focus on skating. And, uh, Which is that like a thing? It was the eighties. It was still cool it to drop out of school to focus on a thing. I then? mean, it was cool to do blackface. So, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure time. it was a mixture of like it was pressure a strange time her, in the eighties. Yeah. I'm sure it was a mixture Cocaine's of pressure. A drug. <laughs> pressure from her mom and the fact that like people were more willing, especially like in the place she grew up people were more willing to accept that sort of behavior and not really act on it yeah yeah i mean small towns and so so she manages to just she yeah she drops out of school and she's just skating and she's she's kind of fighting with her mom and they're having a a very uncomfortable dinner well well, her mom Mm -hmm. doesn't like the fact that she's dating gluely because she's bad for him and it's kind of like no, she's, she's right, bad, yeah. but like she's worse. Or I don't know if she's. They're both equally awful. Yeah, much. Yeah, but yeah. like, but like, her mom is right about this one thing, and well, also 
like her mom believes she can be successful. Well, she doesn't. That's want the her- two things. It's just how her mom goes about it. It's just like what you don't do to go about it. But mm-hmm. she's afraid daily- of losing control. Yeah, that's what it is. Because she needs. I, I don't know if she, this. Because she never got any money from it. She waited tables the whole time. Was she? The, does the movie doesn't really get into? Was she doing this so she can get out of the poorhouse? Do you I mean, think? I, I imagine she just, probably. It had, or do you it, think it, she just it, wanted? Like her it, it had to be, to be that kind of just like like you know she she didn't amount to anything she's she's just waiting tables at some diner, yeah, and she wants to instill some kind of greatness in her kid, and that's kind of like her way out. And apparently, she, she does say to her at one point though, like I need you to win so I can get the I can get the money from this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. She does. That's she does pretty much go outright and say like, yeah, I I want you to do this, but that's, that's her way out. That's what starts this one but, very particular but, argument during dinner. But yeah. one, but one thing I think is kind of interesting about that is like I don't know a whole lot about the situation. I never like I never super looked into it. But like the, the movie mentions that she has like four or five brothers and sisters. Or yeah, like like that. like, like she's the youngest. six kids out of five husbands or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And her something, dad was like the fifth one. Something real bad like that. Yeah. But like, where are these other kids? Are they they just they all they grown not, and gone. They I think they. Would, I like, mean, if other, that was their mom, they probably took off right, and like yeah. never looked back. But they just like they they never mentioned the siblings again after no. just telling us that they exist. Yeah, they could have gone. So they could have maybe gone with the husbands. I can right, imagine. Right. You saw someone, maybe they were like lucky enough to get out. Right. That's just, but then again, I'm we just, don't know who they are. She doesn't seem like she would fight I'm too just, hard. To I'm keep just, them. I'm curious. It's yeah, like, yeah, I, 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 was, we, like, I was too. That's one thing that it's a throwaway line. Was, yeah, yeah. But we were saying that like, a that's, lot of a lot of serious implication in that throwaway line. Yeah, yeah. But that's what started this one. That's what triggered this like one fight at this one dinner where Tanya starts to stand up for herself with her mom, and they get sick of it. And then eventually, like, some dishes are thrown and some yelling happens. And just nonchalantly, like, Mama Harding, well, which I know is not her name. The, just scene, cre- just, the like, scene just keeps... Es- no, no, yeah, I'll, I will definitely allow Mama Harding. But but the scene if, just if keeps If it makes escalating. John laugh, it's a good joke. Yeah, that's, that's, our, that's our gauge. That's, all, that's our meter. Yeah. Is John, is John laughing at the joke? Then it must have been, must must been, yeah. must been solid. Acceptable. But, like, but, but the, the scene just keeps gradually escalating. Yeah. In such a way that you just, like, you know there's that dark cloud hanging over it. Like, what's the thing that's going to happen? Like, uh-huh. where, is, where is it coming from? We know something bad is about to happen. And then she, where is it? And then she just, like, says, fuck it. And with nonchalantly grabs a steak knife and just chucks it. <laughs> And goes in Tanya's arm. It just it just sticks in the arm, and, and then just like whoa, dude! And remember earlier, whenever it was like freaks and geeks, awkward high schoolers pausing for ten seconds. She was just there well, with the knife in her arm. Well, this is just a knife hanging out of her bicep just, for just about ten seconds, and then it was of course plucks just it has out. to pull it out. Just this yeah, rated knife. Pluck yeah. it, pulling you, it out of her arm. Do you remember when like? Right before YouTube was a thing, and there were vir- viral videos in like Ebomb's world and stuff like that. Oh, the scissors! The scissors. It was like it was obviously a college dorm, and these guys were messing around in the college dorm, and one guy gets mad and throws scissors, and then someone goes, "Whoa, dude!" And then like a guy walks in, and he's got scissors like up in his arm, and he's just standing there like look, and everyone's just like looking at it, and and they're like, uh, "Does it hurt?" And he's like, "I can't, I can't feel anything." Oh my god. Thirty seconds. It reminded me of that, and oh. I fe- I feel like that was probably it co- that was like fifteen years ago. Yeah, when that made the rounds on the internet. Yeah, so that that's kind of what like, I follow. It could have been informed by that. We we are at that point where cinema's being informed by the internet a little bit here and there. But yeah, so like Tanya's mom throws a knife at her, 
Yeah, that's kind of what the, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking more like maybe that happened. <laughs> the way, yeah, the way no one that, objected it to it being in the movie. Maybe so. that. Maybe that's just something that happened. The way that was shot again, I thought was very interesting because it's not like. It's not done in a dramatic way. It's not like a it's, close it's up on not, the knife and like a real back to get like a slow motion of a knife throwing. You almost don't realize what's happened until like a like a second and a half later. You just see it and yeah. you're just like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> and that was done really well because it's one of those ways that the violence in this movie is just jarring. Well, well like that Sneaks whole the, the whole scenes yeah. leading up to it. It's like there's a sense of dread as the, as it slowly just gets the the fight just gets just that much worse until just oh there, okay there's the there's the thing I knew a thing was coming and there it is and it's hanging out of Margot Robbie's arm and no no she just pulled it out okay and then she just Next leaves scene. then she well, then she, she just walks then she out just, then she just leaves she just leaves she just leaves she just leaves and Allison Janney knows what she did she knows she what, she what she did. did even she has that sigh, sigh on her face of like oh, I fucked up I'm a bad mom yeah. I think that's the only time you, you know saw what I don't feel like she said she's a bad mom I think she's like I fucked up my mail ticket. Yep. <laughs> Shit. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, it was the it I think that's the one time that she actually showed any kind of remorse. No regret. Well, yeah, but it's regret for her actions. Exactly. In that moment. It's now, selfish. That, yeah. Like, yeah, oh it's yeah. Selfish. It's a total it's a total selfish move. The whole the the rest of the movie, she never has even the suggestion of thinking that she's in the wrong whatsoever. No. no. So who? Why? Who is that vindicated? She. Who is she, that? She created, into, that much into. She themself? created a champion. She's champion. proud of what she did. I'm sure she was. Yeah, when they show the uh, in it, the real interview footage at the end, you kind of get a vibe that she's like a little bit proud because yeah. Tanya's she, a champion. She because she but she takes personal pride in that because she thinks she's, she's the one that she's did the that one who made by pushing her yeah. by being well, dude, by, she, that's, that's she, the way being that, a vicious monster well, she, that's she the way is. that she feels about it like I, like like who was it who was it that said it during the movie that said this is like whiplash a whiplash for whiplash for women skaters, pretty much yeah. like like or whiplash for mm-hmm. figure skaters it's that push it's but it's more real whiplash is very stylized and dramatic and a little yeah. dreamlike at times um in both cases, you end up with a broken person. So yeah. it's like, is it, is it worth it? Yeah. Is it worth it? Yeah, exactly. But it's just that way. I, uh, is just, it's the same type of thing of, you got to have the debate if this person pushed them yeah, to be successful. It was sad I'm not saying anyway. it's worth it. It is not worth it. Yeah. I but mean, dude, it had an effect on it. You cannot deny that. Well, yeah, sure, but I'm just saying that, like, it's the path that it should not have the path that Tanya went down on a, on account on account of Galuli. Yeah, no, oh, freaking Galuli, just Galuli it up. Yep, yep. So, yeah, that, that, that does not sound like a real last name, Galuli. No, it does not sound. It like sounds a real last like name. like like a like a spicy mustard at like an Italian deli. Mm-hmm. So basically, that was the it inciting it's incident for her to move in with him. And then from there on out, they they get married pretty quickly after that. Uh, Sounds like the name of a sandwich that has a lot of cured meat on it. Yeah. Like, you can get it with a gabagool, you can get it with a galuli. It's one or the other. Yeah, let me get, can I get a half a galuli? Easy on the sauce? Just that, that, it sounds like, it sounds like it already exists somewhere. Sadly, it does. There probably is somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) But they get married, and they have a wedding, and like, you know, 
meeting room 3B at the Holiday Inn oh, Express. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was and sad. And her mom shows up, and that's the only time you see Tony's like, dad like, you again. Know, you know that they had to stack the oh, chairs when they were okay. done. Yeah, yeah they, had to, they had to stack the chairs when they were <laughs> they, done. They had, to, they had to move the table back over against the wall. Yeah, but that's the only time you see Tanya's dad again. Yeah. Uh, you can tell because it's like Galuli, Galuli's parents, Tanya, Tanya's dad, and then Tanya's mom off to the side with a noticeable amount of space between everyone. And there's that scene where somewhere towards the end of the wedding where they talk to each other and it looks like they haven't talked all day. Usually the bride's mother is highly involved with the with the oh, pre-ceremony. I'm sure and everything. Tanya I'm pretty sure that's her. how it... Dana, you got married once. Was your mom pretty much like like by your side the entire time? Nope. Okay. I'm wrong about weddings, guys. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, they don't talk a lot. And then they talk at the end and she's hoping for like Tanya's like hoping for something from their mom, from her mom. Just like this one thing. Cause she, Tanya thinks it's supposed to be the happiest day of her life. And her mom's just like, well, marry the first dumb fuck. I told him you loved him. That's what you did. And then so Tanya's just like, okay, okay all right, yep. yep <laughs> yeah. What was it? No, I remember. You were just as awful you as I the remember. the first dumb idiot who told you he loved you. No, but that's then... That's what she said. But then she says after that, you, you, you fuck stupid. You don't marry stupid. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you fuck stupid. You don't marry stupid. Yeah. And that was just like... Just so, ugh. like... Yeah. Just like, ah. She, she is now officially like a Disney villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's yep. got a cigarette. She's like Willa Deville, but without money. <laughs> like, like oh, she's got man. like she's got like the cigarette and the long cigarette, and like there might have been a cigarette but, holder. But, for you, but, but you know, it's a three hundred five though. It's, 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 it's Cruella Deville's redneck cousin. These are not Virginia Slims. Yeah. Cramp Devil. That's who she is. <laughs> these are these are they were having a buy one get one special down at the Circle K and. Oh no! Oh that, man, that was a rough scene. Yeah, she to probably watch. walks there every couple of days and buys a carton. Yeah, she. Yeah. You see her walking down the road with like a with like a, a bag, just mad. Yeah, because she has to walk. Mm-hmm. And then she doesn't. She doesn't really talk. She's, to her. she's wearing a sweater and it's like eighty five degrees yeah. out. <laughs> she she doesn't really talk to her for the rest of the movie. I think she's she sits. Uh, she there. doesn't need to. Like she's but done so much. She just damage. sits there watching in the in the audience with that cold evil scowl just hating her for the rest of the movie she's a scowler she's a scowler she doesn't get what she wants man it's messed up like so she scowls yeah pretty much she's she's a scowler scowler but so 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 the triple because everything changes after the triple everything changes after the triple it goes back to you know skating (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah this is a skating movie (laughs) yeah you forget about that uh and um, and the trainer's there, and the trainer's like trying hard with Tanya to get her to like win. And well, she, if she by can trying tr- hard you mean she's delivering her lines with conviction, yes, yeah, <laughs> she does do that. But I mean, the character's the only person who cares about Tanya even a little bit. I wouldn't really. be surprised if the if the actress playing the coach doesn't know how to skate. <laughs> she never does skate. You ever she, how, she never. I've she never, never seen a baseball manager throw a pitch. And I've never seen a skating instructor get put on a pair of Fun blades. fact, a lot of baseball managers are catchers. That is very interesting. Fun fact. I don't know why. Joe Madden? Catcher? Catcher. Makes sense. Anyway. Uh, so, we're, we're at the triple axle. So, Tanya's been competing. Oh, this is where it's that throw-in line where they go back to the interview. And I think this is where Tanya's like, can I say something about Nancy Carrington real, f- 
Kerrigan real fast? Oh, yeah. It'll just take a second. Nancy yeah. Kerrigan? Nancy Kerrigan. Not Nathan Fillion? <laughs> no. Nathan you would think so. Fillion! <sighs> Why were we making Nathan Fillion jokes during the movie? I can't remember. No, oh. you just said, you just said Nathan Kerrigan. I did? I think you did. Oh. It's just never a bad time to talk about Nathan Fillion. Maybe I heard Nathan Kerrigan. You could have, man. I felt like I said Nancy Kerrigan. So Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion's in this movie. <laughs> Nathan Fillion does a triple axel. <laughs> but no, she was talking so about Nancy, Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan, because this whole thing of they have a beef and they're sworn enemies, but they're like... They got beef, but they're actually partying together on weekends. Yeah, exactly. Like, when we went on trips, they would, like, we would hang out and drink beers, and it just shows them, like... Being taking mind eraser shots and yeah, and like shotgunning a beer in hotel rooms because they're on the road and partying. She was my they're friend. rap stars, man. Would yeah. you would you break your friend's kneecap? I don't know, Aaron. Uh, how much money does he owe me? Maybe. Yeah. So she pulls off the triple axel. So so this whole time, uh, Tanya has like really struggled to get like the judges credit. Like she'll be the best skater, and it's pretty much understood. She was the best skater of her time. Yeah, according, she was fantastic. According to this movie, to this movie. Tanya is generally the best skater yeah. in the competitions but that she's in. That is the narrative of this movie. Yeah, but so like you said earlier, that. there's an image that the judges want to portray. And Tanya is incapable of that image because she can't afford... No, that's going to nice, cost her a point. Yeah, but she can't afford like the nice outfits. And she also, I mean, like some of the songs she chooses to perform oh yeah it's always not. like crazy it's never classical music or jazz it's or like anything. it's, it's like always, a, it's like i said it's working class rock yeah pretty much and like there's not working there's anything wrong with that rock. working class rock is some of the best around but yeah but you don't figure skate to it exactly do you i think i think when I the guess mood comes do. okay um but she's just like so there's a bunch of these uh scenes with her going up against judges she's like gotten a crappy score went back on the ice across the ice to the judges booth and goes what what am i doing yep just tell me what i'm doing man because i'm tired of this you know i'm the best skater i'm sick of this and they just they just look at her yep they don't say nothing and so she like stalks a judge mark my words no one will know the name tanya harding (laughs) so she like stalks a judge so then she goes and she writes bohemian rhapsody yeah pretty much yeah, she wrote Bohemian Rhapsody. It becomes the biggest hit. And uh, that's how Margot Robbie got that uh, an Oscar. She didn't win. She was, no, she was, she was no, nominated. No, that's not that. She didn't write Bohemian Rhapsody at all. Yeah. Anyway, um, but there's that scene where she like talks to a judge. Like she hangs out by his car. Yeah. And says, that. what am I doing wrong? And he just lays it out for her. So she decides to, I guess, skate harder and make her, make her outfits a little bit nicer. But there's not much she can do. Well, to well, make to placate them, and then it doesn't. At one point, she just straight up go to one of the judges and tells that's her. That's what to I'm suck talking about. That's what, yeah. that's what okay. he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, like like she hangs out by his car in the parking garage, and, and then waits for him. and then he drives off. And as he drives off, you start hearing, "You're the best brown." Yeah, she runs Nothing's up the mountain, going to keep it down. And then Adrian and then, gets there, and know. then Adrian's like, "I showed up," and he's like, and then Tanya's like, "Oh no!" And then Tanya runs up another mountain, and then Tanya Here's fights in Russia, <laughs> and then and then Tanya, there is boxing at the end of this movie. Oh God, there is boxing yeah <laughs> yeah but true. but uh so that's the i want to see the sequel you tanya <laughs> not i tanya but you tanya where it's just it's just a straight up tanya harding boxing, boxing movie? movie i watch that movie i would no, <laughs> i would watch, watch every yeah. inch of that movie. I, I would yeah i would watch that movie it's a weird way to put it but yeah i, but would, I would watch that so, movie so yeah <laughs> so she skates harder and she becomes the first American to land a triple, a triple axel. Triple axel. 
On the moon. On the moon. <laughs> no, she wasn't on the no, moon. No, no, it's high. No, but she lands a triple axle. She's the first woman to do it. Uh huh. Yeah. She's the, the first, first American to do it, man. Yeah. yeah. Straight yeah, up. Yeah. Red, white, and blue. Yeah, big deal. Because it was super risky and you could easily. Yeah, you can you fuck know. yourself up. Yeah, like, you break your ankle. You can't. Like, like you, you have to be skating backwards just to start it. Yeah. And and like Going you have really to like fast. you have to jump off you have to jump off your back leg in a weird way to pull it off. It's like they yeah. kind of sort of explain it, but she does that, and then people have to give her credit now. Yeah, they straight up have to be like, well, she did lay on the triple axle. No one likes her at all. But she give me. But she, she immediately you gotta recognize. But, but haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. And skaters gonna skate. I won't repeat that one. Everything changes. After the triple axle, as this is the everything changes moment in the movie. Yes, I think it's I think it's almost directly the middle of the movie. Um, I saw the little bar when I was watching it again today and I was like, ah, yep, it's the middle of the movie. So that worked out well. Um, Aren't we lucky? The more you know. <laughs> so she immediately just starts being um, very dismissive and kind of like hateful towards Jeff. Because, you know... Because he's an asshole? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I oh, mean, there's wait, a reason. We haven't even talked about his dumbass friend yet. Oh, oh yeah, that, oh, that, that, that fat, fat ass. That fat, fat, fat ass. Fat ass. Is uh, Sean Eckhart. You you looked it up. Just because I, I wanted That's, to know his remember, name. Remember, remember so earlier he was telling us all about him? Yeah, right. Sean old, Eckhart. Old buddy Sean Eckhart. Old buddy. Everybody knows Sean Eckhart. Everybody, everybody. Everybody's owed money by Sean Eckhart. Wow. So he's so he comes in and he you see him as like this guy who's always hanging out with Galuli trying to get Galuli into schemes. It's really like a subplot of like like his like wacky antics, but they're not wacky so much as depressing. Yeah, it's really sad. It's a real bummer. The the man clearly has problems with uh, reality. Yeah, yeah he still lives at home. He's not good at anything. But he cl- he's like he's like that guy in high school who's just like, hey, what'd you do this weekend? Uh, you got my black belt. <laughs> yeah, we got any pictures? No, not here. I'm like, cool. Can you show me some moves? He goes, well, it's, well, it's here, dangerous. I can't show you any well, moves. Well, I, I learned the moves in Canada, and like, I'm not allowed to. <laughs> Where his to, girlfriend to do is. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do them here. My girlfriend, who also is in Canada, doesn't like it when I do the moves. Yeah. Her. It's just that guy. And at one point, yeah. And so this He's, is a guy who claims to be like a CIA operative and all this. Just like, have training and all this, this counterterrorism. All this counter-terrorism this stuff. not only happens in the movie, but there's like some actual interview footage at the end yeah. of the movie, yeah. and and like he's on camera saying it's like, oh yeah, well you know I worked for the CIA. And the lady's something like, no, like that. The lady's no, like, you no, you didn't. Up. No, you didn't. He's no, like, didn't. But, I, but I did. I'm an expert. It's like it's the guy. It's like, but you're but you're not. But I am. I felt like this guy was one that of the was, first guys to embrace the internet and look up stuff. That's exactly what I was thinking. And because he's read things on the internet, he feels yeah. like he's more of an expert. Well, he's he's definitely one of those guys that's on the internet right now saying I got a black belt in jujitsu yeah. and I you know I'm moving that autopsy doesn't know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are a bunch of frauds. Yeah, some real SJWs. Bunch of, bunch of beta males. Yeah, uh, total cocks. <laughs> oh man, this is getting dark. Anyway, it's, so, it's Itanya. It is Itanya. So this 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 guy has definitely got. Problems with reality. He actually, I remember him saying when they first met in the interview, um, when when Jeff and her first met, he's like, uh, he asked me if I should ask her out, and if if I had said no, you could do better, man. We wouldn't be talking about either one of them right now. And no one so, cares. So thank you. So you're welcome. 
No one yeah. cares, like, dude. dude. Like, yeah. do you understand how stupid you look? No. Obviously, he doesn't. No, he does not. If that was true, which is not true, but if that was true, <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> it's like all your fault. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. So, like he, the guy that rigged the World Series when he got caught didn't brag about giving you something to talk about because <laughs> yeah. he rigged the World Series. Yeah, he just got away with it and was fine. Made a bunch of money. Well, yeah. When we that, uh, yeah. When when I say got caught, I mean like we know who it was now. Yeah, we know we know who it is. We know it's him. But he like Arnold Rostin didn't go to jail. No. I don't think. Yeah, totally got off. I think some baseball players went to jail. Oh, I'm that sure. sounds right. I'm yeah. sure the Black I'm sure Sox. Somebody, yeah, that's what they were called yeah. because they were they were in on it. Yeah, they were in on it. So okay, so she leaves Jeff because she she did the triple, so she doesn't need him anymore. Essentially. That's how, the that movie, shit. that's how the movie portrays it from honestly both ends. Uh, she just says, like, I just couldn't take it anymore. All of his hitting yeah. me this whole time. But really, he'd been hitting her this whole time anyway. So what it came down to is she's like, I, ha- I have value in and of myself. I don't need you to yeah. give me value. Mm-hmm. And she's finally like sees what she's worth. So she, she bails on all the toxicity in her life. Yeah. And then we get a great little sequence of uh, speaking of the fat, fat ass's mom's house. <laughs> Where he's in, he's in, he's in the friend's basement, and he's trying to call her. Mom, I'm sorry. Can just one more time, please. One more time. Oh, call that's right, that number. He takes place in the early nineties. Okay, sweetie. If you had a big house, you needed a phone with an extension cord that went to Mars, <laughs> so that everyone in the house could comfortably talk on the phone. So he's he's so like they just call. He like Galuli is that okay? You got it. Calls. And she keeps hanging up on him, and he's like, don't you hang up on me, and he's generally upset. And now I get why people hang up on them, because back then, kind of a pain in the ass to get him back on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have a phone they, on him. Uh, the person could just leave the room. It's the most dated scene in a movie about Tanya Harding. So, but honestly, this is one of, this is one of those it's, it's scenes. It's a period piece at this point. Yeah, this is one of those scenes that I genuinely enjoyed in a comedic fashion it was very she, funny she yeah. finally ha- before she hangs up with on him the third time she says fuck you. you and then before he can say anything else you know she hangs up she then then he's up he, in arms he's grabbing his jacket he's storming off and, and then he's driving up to see her and the whole time and his and friend's the, like and, telling and the, him the friend is there yeah he's telling him we can get in in espionage the thing is we just we can't make a big scene and he walks he into, just walks right into the rink he's just like no fuck, fuck you, you. <laughs> and then immediately just turns around and leaves and walks so off so it's like five minutes of her being like and fuck then you she, fuck you and then him slowly driving over there <laughs> walks over to walks onto the ice right no he was up and at that above. point and, oh, above, and, 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 and that yells point, down the ice because yeah. she's training and at yeah. that point she she looks back and realizes just like nope that's that, mm, that i love mm, that man. i love that man i love that, that was, man that was I love that man that was hilarious and depressing it is very depressing it was most de- jokes are very depressing. depressing i didn't make up that word but i will depressing. use it now depressing you know it's like the yeah depressing team four star i can they own depressing. that one well, after this very depraious thing happens, I mean, but but I kind of I kind of get it though. Like it seems sort of realistic. Like I could see somebody like getting getting the wrong idea out of that. Of like he came all the way up here just to say fuck me. Well, it, yeah, to that's me. the thing. That's wow. that's what I was trying me. to get back that's with. Love, I'm sorry. That's what uh. I was trying to get back with with that scene with her dad. Like it sets up her to be this kind of person that if. She's so afraid of being abandoned by somebody that shows her any kind of affection, even if he is super violently abusive, 
she's just so afraid of being abandoned that if he is willing to go and do that, well, he must be he must be the right one. Mm-hmm. And that is sad. But that's how that's how but Tanya rolls. Back that's how Tanya skates. <laughs> and then they get back together. And then they do. Yeah. So they get back <laughs> together, and then, then then there's the build up toward the Olympics. Oh um, yeah, because the trainer comes in and says, "Hey, guess what? Olympics is every two years instead of every four. Yeah, Which, she, no, you, it's not. You got they a just shot. started alternating. Yeah, you got a shot. You got a shot, kid. Let's get to work. So she Push it to the limit. she convinces Tanya to like get to limit. get back into it under her for you know I don't know why she Driving took on the, the razor's edge. Got the feeling. Got the feeling. Yeah. Training montage. Training montage. We're doing Watch a bit. I'm, doing doing a bit. A bit. I'm just enjoying it. I'm just. I'm just gonna. Sit I'm glad back you are because I'm exhausted by it. Watch the bit. <laughs> watch the bit go by. But yeah, so she's was at 94 Olympics. Sure. 90, 94. I'm pretty sure 92. Have to I don't, check I the note. No, 92. Okay, so 92 is sure. an election year, and election years are always summer Olympics. Uh, so I think this was 94. You're probably right. 90 or 94. Yeah, probably. Okay. 94. 94. Dana actually Dana uh, recorded it on VHS. Dana for the win. Oh, you did? Dana yeah. for the win. Yeah. Points Dana on the board. <laughs> um, and so she's training to go to the Olympics, and uh, she's got a fight to get in, but she eventually makes the team, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of controversy she's on the team mm-hmm. because everyone knows she's the best skater. But like, for a while, she was even waitressing before the coach comes and snags her. Yeah, well, she stops skating for a while, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. Between the triple axel and the Olympics, well, she's it like, gets stops. To, it gets to a point where, like, she's got, like, she's got some kind of mental block or something. Like, it, it shows it's a different kind of montage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where she keeps trying a to land the triple axel, but oh, she's not right. able to. Oh, yeah. and then when she puts her foot up on the, the judge's table. Mm-hmm. Was oh, that, yeah. Was that, that part? Her laces were her laces, up. yeah. She starts and then just kind of falls and starts crying. Goes to the judge's table. She's like, my laces are messed up. I'm sorry. Starts it's usually screaming hysterically. My laces are just like, right well, it's like yeah, I don't know what broke. you want us to do. They, so they like duct taped it or something or whatever. And then she's like, can you give me a while? So I can fix and, this, and she please. went out on the ice and like there's this this is another thing the movie does really good is like like there's so much tension behind something that I understand so little about I know yep. nothing about figure skating no but, but whenever she goes out on the ice and like her skates messed up like you can kind of just tell by her mannerisms that something's not right yeah and there's, weird. there's there's tension in the scene just because of that yeah and this movie does that kind of stuff very well so it's, not, it's not the only time that it pulls that kind of like stuff she does they that understand she like, foreshadowing she she, <laughs> she beefs couple moves man she falls up a couple times she's, she gets a crap score well i mean like Doesn't she's not she? able to finish the routine like, yeah exactly she, she well they give her a chance don't they well afterwards well they don't no, yeah but no, she, i know just call I think, it no she, i think they do but she gets so frustrated she just ends up skating off without falling. another it, it's this is her call time she's coming she's like she has to meet her call time this is as ready as okay. she's going to be so she had to go out there onto the ice she was actually already late if I yeah. remember right, they were going to disqualify her, so and, she went on the ice. And she went out there, and it's like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, there's just like this dread throughout the whole throughout yeah. the whole sequence. Like as she's as she's semi struggling to skate through the ice, and she pulls off a, like a jump or two. But even those, it's like when she lands, it's like, oh, I kind of expected something something terrible to happen. Yeah. And then she just kind of stops, and it's just like, I, I my skate, I can't. And she, she fell four times, and after the fourth time, she left. She was just. 
that Stan said she she was just done with it and she yeah I remember her oh, is that what happened in real life yeah that's what happened in real life no that's what happened in the in the movie too. I think like, I feel like they the let her they give her a minute to fix her skate well it's kind of like just it's kind of like just a botched routine like clearly yeah, yeah, clearly like she doesn't skating. have it yeah like and and the skate is why and, was and then she skates up to the judge and shows the judge where the lace broke and they're just like that this is your situation yeah so she stops skating after that. Yeah, so but but that's it. She doesn't she doesn't get a chance to go so, back out there. At least not in the movie. So that's why she's that. Well, like, I don't. I think she wouldn't have anyway. Yeah, I think like, that was basically. And the in the, the movie, they do not let her go out and try again because yeah. that's not how that works. Yeah, like yeah. that was your shot. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so that's why she's not skating. And her instructor comes up and says, "Think about the Olympics." So she starts training for the Olympics like hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a serious training montage here. Push it to the limit. Like, I don't know if CrossFit was a thing then, but if it was, she'd be totally. Crossfitting. I mean, it, it like like it was, but they didn't have rights yet. Yeah, but it becomes clear in the qualifying rounds that she is that Kerrigan is is going to be the one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ker- Kerrigan is Kerrigan is the one. Yeah, yeah. And that's like for Tanya's sure. good, and Tanya's going to do great. But Ker- no, Kerrigan. But Kerrigan's a number one. Duke, Duke of skating. New York. Yeah. Like yeah, like Ker- <laughs> Kerrigan is the one that that the skating community has backed as like their golden child. <laughs> And then at the same time, out of nowhere, um, she gets a death threat mm-hmm. in the mail, and those two, those two aspects collide in a very a horrible idea. Well, but but it's like also the worst of, idea let's, ever. let's send death threats just to get to her head so that she'll skate worse. They fi- they figure we we send Nancy Kerrigan death threats. Because I'm getting them, maybe we can get away with pulling this off. Yeah, and it's kind of like it's kind of not. I mean, it's an understatement to say it's not well thought out, but like it. I got the idea in the movie that everyone just kind of fell into it. At no point did they said okay, because it was Tanya who got the first death threat, right? Yes, and but it, but that comes out later. That we we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't like it was just kind of like flippantly said, yeah. and before everything gets crazy, it wasn't like. Um, it wasn't like any of it was thought out at all, or everyone was even on the same page. It's kind of like people are catching. Yeah, up we should do, we should do this were. to Nancy Kerrigan. Maybe we can like but, it was it was supposed to be psychological. We can, me- we yeah. can mess, mess her up. Yeah, they're they're trying they're trying to get in her head so yes. that she'll not skate as and well. I think and, is it Galuli that says that Galuli does Galuli say that? I think it becomes it's like. Who it, said it first? It, it is. It was Galuli that said Galuli it first. said it first. Every time we and say Galuli, Nancy, oh, sorry, Galuli said it first, and then Tanya doesn't say no. Yeah, she's, at that moment she's she kind of just ignores it. She's kind of iffy about it, but she, she ignores it, or she's iffy. It's kind of she doesn't say one way or the other. Yeah. But then the then Sean Eckhart he starts pushing. Oh, Sean it. Eckhart. Oh, Sean Eckhart. Guy. Guy's got a black belt in CIA. Did you know that? The CIA gave heard, him a black belt. I heard he fought 50 ninjas. Yeah. And never found the bodies. In his sleep. He ate them. <laughs> so that's how he got rid of all the evidence. He did. He did. <laughs> so it becomes so a very Sean, half-assed plan. So Sean, he gets really excited about it because he's just like, he's just like, oh man, this is this is Sean's, Sean's yeah. time to shine over here. So what's, so what's going on? I feel like what's I'm happening. I'm going to make them all real proud. Who? It doesn't matter. He's so they, just, I, I feel like what's hap- what actually happened is Galuli comes up with a bad idea. Tanya is either ignoring it or not giving her two cents. That's how it's it's portrayed. portrayed. 
either doesn't care or choosing to be oblivious. The movie's kind of vague about choosing this part. to let it happen. Choosing to let it happen. Well, she's only still with Jeff right now, just because she she thought she couldn't do it without him. She went back to him because she straight up says, "I can't do this without him." Because she wanted to look good for the Olympic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Olympic people. She, she's seriously yeah, thinks she she's got to look like a family. That's right. It's yeah. all about presentation. Exactly. She's got to look like a nice a family. Nice, so young she's, lady married she's basically the, yeah, just whole, letting them do what yeah. they want. She's so Glulie like, comes yeah. up with a dumb idea that's not going to work. Should he you? hires Sean to hire two guys. Sean does not give them specific instructions at all. Mm, well, he that, for, becomes, he, he that asks, becomes a question later. He asks for a thousand dollars, though. He does ask for that. He does ask for Because they're stuck there. Money. They fly wants, to the Olympics and get stuck there. He wants a grand. But no, but no, no. He wants grand. a grand for the... Uh, for, for the for, for the project, so yeah. this this is another grand later because they're stuck there. They this try is to, where they need another grand. It's, like, they, it's, so it's this, a process, this, man. This is where you're supposed to be sending letters. What I, do you mean I, it's a process? You're sending letters. This is good. Go. This is where all the stories diverge massively because like Tanya basically world. says like. Tanya basically says like I wasn't a part of it. I didn't want them to even give her the death threat, and then Jeff said we talked about doing the death threat, and then Sean made decisions of his own and Sean completely denies doing any of that. But the way the movie portrays it is that Sean, it was his idea originally to do all of this, including sending Tanya a death threat to start out so he could manipulate the situation. So that's how that the fat, fat ass, that fat, 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 fat ass, ass. It, but that's how the movie ends up Fuck circling back on yeah. it. Now, but where, now, how does it get to what happened with the two guys? Well, th- what happened with the two guys, it, according to the movie, is that Sean wanted them to break her knee to begin with so that she could not skate, so that Tanya would win, so that he could be part of this great master plan to get the her in power of so, some kind. I don't know. It was very weird and ambiguous. But like, and I feel that, like the guys were kind of delusional. Page. That's like some Lex Luthor BVS like convoluted bullshit. It, it is yeah. some, but but it's like it's what somebody with no concept of reality would do if they had that kind of planning process. But I also found this vibe that the guys he hired are kind of making it up as they go along a little bit. Well, that absolutely seems. What, yeah. what, what he did is he hired the guys from Fargo. <laughs> yeah. Wait, which guys from Fargo? Like the Fargo the movie, like Time for Pancakes now, or or. Or were we talking numbers and like doom, 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 and just like the guys who like were awesome. Okay. (laughs) Because the guys from the movie are fuck ups. The guys from TV show were solid. It just weren't any match for Billy Bob Thornton. Yes. Okay. So they get the guys from Fargo (laughs) to be determined later, apparently, Sam. Yes. Yes. And because uh, one, guy, one guy is like the getaway driver, and the other guy goes inside, and apparently they just let anybody inside, and he watches her, and it's it may have been one shot, I can't remember. I got to rewatch the movie of him walking around underneath the bleachers in the stadium. Yeah, and he eventually just grabs something, and it doesn't look exactly like I've seen. There's footage of this in real in the real world where you you see Nancy Kerrigan go down a hallway and out of nowhere from the bottom left corner, you see a hand and a pipe just swing for that damn leg and connect. And she goes down and just starts bawling. Why God? Why? But in the movie, it seems more like homeboy did it with no one around. 
and not quite in the hallway, but kind of more in like a, a resting training area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just taking out the kneecap and just going for it and walking out. Like, and like, a, like a figure skater's version of a the, dugout, whatever yeah, they call it. Whatever that. they call it, the I resting place. I don't know that what it's called. That might have just been for the sake of the shot. It, it, well, I mean, I think it was one shot. I don't know. I, I wasn't paying yeah, that much attention to it. It, like it, was gonna, if it, was, it was a lot of tension and like it was a, are good for It was a close follow from behind for most of it. So like if it was for... If it was for the fa- hey, sake of the shot, I understand. Keep, you, keep your mind clear. Then you won't be projecting bad vibes. But I thought he had one of the, <laughs> I thought he had one of those like so it's fold a line out of the movie. That's the advice that his partner gives him. I think, I think he had one of those fold Solid out like advice. police clubs. Like what are those keep things called? Keep your mind clear. Dude, it looked like a lead. Don't to make me. It don't like make eye contact with know. anybody and keep your mind clear. Then nobody's gonna know what you're up to. That's true. That's yeah. He does tell him that, so the guy kind of does it. Also, they're probably he, on drugs. He, he right? He's very clearly trying to avoid eye contact with people and to keep the point his where mind it's like obvious and, and weird. It's like, yeah, it's like you are suspicious as hell, dude. It was a baton. <laughs> it was a baton. No, dude, I swear, I believe That's it was like a, I think it was like a just, lead pipe. She just watched it today. I don't know, man. I felt like it was like something big and heavy and metal, man. That Batons was like, can be pretty solid. If you yeah, hit him from he, the right, and she's got skinny knees. Didn't he pull out the rocket hammer from Alita Battle Angel? Isn't that what he was using? And then like, this whole investigation starts, and it's automatically everyone knows it's the Hardings. I don't know. It seems right away, right? It seems like, like people, who else would it be? I guess was the the, the idea at the time. You no, know, it seems like people like just started giving. They started giving other people up real fast. Oh, they got some snitches up in there. Yeah, like mm-hmm. nobody, nobody was gonna have that. Nobody was gonna hold any secrets there, and they fu- they see the guy on camera, and they're that's, like, that's "Hey, we up, caught man. him," and he's like, "Yeah, it was this other guy." They caught him, then they caught the other guy, and that's then they were finally up. like, "Fucked up." You he's know, like, you "Yes, know, it was Jeff t- asked me to do this." You know what they say about snitches? Mm-hmm. They serve less jail time. Exactly, because <laughs> they get there sooner, they leave earlier. It's just a first come first serve thing with snitches. It's messed up, man. But the whole thing derails. Snitch life. Hashtag snitch life. So yeah, things that hashtag that exists at all. Things quickly become obvious that like she is going to be, because you know we all know history that she is going to be held responsible for this. She gets caught holding the bag, man. But on this whole thing, and that's that's the sad thing being the least responsible for this event. Uh, Yeah, she is held the most responsible. Well, there's like okay, and she never paid for drugs. (laughs) Not once. No, that's that's the one thing this biopic is missing is like the the drug addiction like overcoming scene. Yeah, which probably just never happened in her life. But I'm just saying, like, if you're checking boxes on a biopic, that's yeah. that's the one. If you you're miss. going through the Patrick Willems checking boxes of biopics, like, gotta get the montage, and then you gotta get the, like this working out. Then like, I mean, it's not that he's yeah. wrong. It's just that like, duh. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's um, right. He's right about all the points that he makes in the video. It's just, yeah, yeah. yeah. And? Just, well, someone had to eventually say it, man. No one's I been guess, saying yeah. it. No, yeah, no one's nobody's ever said it. said it. He's right. Nobody said it. And now one of these movies is up for best picture. It definitely doesn't deserve to be. And there's but like anyways. three more coming out this year. You know, there's a Motley Crue movie. I oh, know. I, I want to get out the Patrick Willems test. And uh, I'm going to put this challenge right now. Put it out here or not. Get out the Patrick Willems checkbook. Check marks. And watch The Dirt on Netflix. The Dirt. What a it. what a compelling title for your biopic. That yeah. was the name of their that was the name of their, bio, their biography. The Motley Crue biography was called The Dirt. You know you know what uh, I impose. Hold oh, on, let me finish this. Okay, I impose a drinking game. A dirt for every Patrick game? Willems biopic cliche. That's good. That's a good idea. Which really which dirt. really is just the walk hard biopics cliche. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. 
uh, drinking game, guys. Guys, we'll get St. Patrick's Day and run are for we, some money. Are we doing it? We make we we, we, like we setting the date. We're watching we set, the bad biopic. Are we, are we setting the date? Looks like it. All right. Well, all right. I'm I'm not. We're gonna be held accountable. Committing now. myself to this, oh, but you're I will doing consider it. it. It's, it's gonna have to happen. But the bio, the next biopic well, I want to we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it on a Sunday. The next we'll biopic I want to see is Millie Vanilli. Oh God! <laughs> Don't you know it's true the Millie Vanilli story? <laughs> anyway, so this is where everyone starts snitching on everybody, and basically, yeah. Tanya goes down. She goes down hard in the public side. Yeah. I don't think she suffered. That was so the narrative much. of the time. I don't think, but I don't think she suffered so much legally. But I'm. Well, it took a lot to get to her because well, I feel like they didn't really like yeah, tie caught, anything it, to it, her. It caught up yeah, to exactly. her. It, eventually, it, it yeah. caught up to her enough but that they, they just did, deemed it as like like this is like like it was it was just kind of a like this is unacceptable on all accounts and, well, they and only, we can't we can't allow you to participate in this ever again. Yeah. After. So when it finally gets to her, they get to a judge and. After like Galuli getting in trouble and do, I think doing Galuli oh, every yeah. time they all did. Sean they all somehow time. getting away because he's a snitch. No, he he does he, he does, he does sometimes okay. too. But um, but he was a delusional guy till the end. He yeah. was still like, oh yeah, this was Awful. a solid poop poop you know plan and Awful. We're just you know one day the CIA will call me because they realize my my greatness. I think and, and Galuli like, just didn't have anybody to snitch on. So no, he probably, he was got, the last he probably one. got it the hardest. I mean, the guys, the guys who did the job got it first. And there's Tanya, and Tanya's kind of like thinks like like this guy. This guy Sean thinks that he's the protagonist in a Catch Me If You Can type story. Yeah. Did Galuli ever try Galuli. to implicate Tanya? Act? Did he? Did he ever openly he, implicate? He kind of gives the vibe of like it's not. They were, they were, he was only supposed to send letters. He, he, yeah, he was exactly. supposed to send that's letters. That's what he says. And that's, that's as it. far as he goes. He was supposed to send letters. That's it. He doesn't, I was, I don't want to say he plays himself off as the victim too much, but a little that's, bit. That's what Jeff says anyways. Yeah. But Tanya eventually catches up to Tanya and I, I don't know what the specific charge was. The best I can imagine is conspiracy because mm-hmm. you can't prove like undeniably that she definitely did not know anything. So there's that shot pans across the court. But can you convince a jury? Yeah, convince a jury and they could, and she couldn't. There's that shot before she gets sentenced. Um, the judge is talking. There's a shot sitting on a court stenographer for a little bit too long. I'm pretty sure that was actually Tanya Harding. I oh. think that was Tanya Harding in that little cameo. Oh. And the judge is like, okay, well, you, well I what's the word? Word up. Yeah, right on. Like, I don't think like she got jail time or anything, but she definitely like was told professionally we can't have you skating in any organization ever again. No, which was honestly right? lifetime ban, lifetime ban from lifetime all, ban. all skating. That like, was one like of you're the allowed most to go like on a pond or a Congratulations. Rink, you are figure skating. Pete Rhodes. That was one of the saddest and most harrowing scenes. Cause she's just loses it. She's like, this is all I got. And Margot Robbie should have won something for this. She, like she did that yeah. scene oh, where she so breaks good. down. Oh, she and she's like, down. this is all I've ever done. This is all I can do. Yeah, it's all like, she that knows. Is, that was yeah, disturbing. Like, like she was pulled out of school Ugh. to focus on skating. She didn't she have an education have because that's what she does. She, any, all she knows is skating. She doesn't have an education or even really any skill no. at all. That was real besides sad figure skating. That was real sad and that's it. And then it cuts to her. And that judge, that cold bastard. <laughs> that cold yeah. bastard. Judges are rough, man. Yeah, I mean... Judges hold grudges. I got I got I'm trying really hard. You've had like two rhymes this I got, one. You should have... You're I, doing I, well. I don't... I don't but you're I don't, still... Pl- okay. As much as I... I'm just... I'm just, I'm just, just rolling the bones, man. Just. As much as I enjoyed this movie, as much as I enjoyed how... 
well it was put together, how well it was acted, the soundtrack even, you know, is really as, as kind of like obvious as it was, like I still enjoyed it and it really set the tone well. I wonder if maybe it presents her as much as a victim as that's, and that's that's the that's the question that these kinds of movies raise, you know, yeah. like like uh, I, I feel like should it's, you take a side when you're making it's, it's hard movie. it's hard to talk about a movie like this like like specifically right now like I mean like yeah. it's right before the Oscars and Bohemian Rhapsody is up for Best Picture like it, that, that movie was a big deal so it's hard to like not like kind of sort of compare the two but like biopics yeah I can see well, where you're coming yeah, from just yeah, in, yeah, term, yeah, yeah. in terms of just like they're both biopics yeah. And like, cause, cause that movie has the same kind of kind of situation. It's a good movie, like, however, the, they definitely like, twist the fact. It's the an it's an entertaining for, movie, yeah, but, but like, but, but they, like, the band had a lot to do with the making of the movie. How much how much in, input did Tanya Harding like have? I wonder. Yeah, into the I story. She, I think she was somewhat involved in this. Like, I'd like to look into. Her, I'd like to look into her opinion of it. Because that's because well, that's she's the in thing. It, that's so the thing. Is like, I think she. This is her story. I feel like I wouldn't give her a producer's credit like a Queen had on Bo Rap. Mm-hmm. Well, Margot Margo Robbie, Margo Robbie was a producer on this. Yeah, but she spent a lot of time with Tanya, from mm-hmm. what I understand. Um, but I just love... Tanya taught her some skating moves. Exactly. And the skating is good. And the CGI, skating it kind of looks really like, like really good CGI. Because I don't know if yeah, yeah. Margot Mar- Robbie Margo can Rob- pull off a triple axel. Margot Robbie could not pull like, off a triple axel. It's such a big axle. deal that only a handful of people no, no, have it, pulled off a triple axel. And one happened like this weekend. It, Did you see it was, that? It was quite real. This like 13-year-old kid right. just pulled off a triple axel. Uh, it's the first time it's happened in but like no, so like, long. Like, but no, like uh, from, from what I was reading earlier, like... I think Margot Ro- Robbie played some hockey, like in yeah. Australia, so she could skate, but she yeah. wasn't a figure skater. Yeah, and uh, she did work with Tanya Harding. Like she showed her some moves and stuff like that. But it was like a composite thing. They were yeah. like, no, the CGI is really good around her yeah. face when they do the figure skating. But you look hard enough, you do see it. But I mean, like, but I mean, like it's it's CGI in general. Like it's not mm-hmm. like it's a combination of Margot Robbie and stunt skaters. Yeah. And none of them were capable of pulling off a triple axel. Oh, it was ridiculous. So, so the triple axel that you see is special effects. But the movie... Okay, let's talk about this last scene. Because I got a point to make about it. Okay, go for it. So it ends on, like, voiceover from Tanya. She's like, this happened, that happened. I did the one thing I knew how to do. I'm an athlete. She becomes a female boxer. It's a slow motion shot of it looks like kind of reminds me of like celebrity boxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does like, look a lot like that. You know, where like Urkel kicks Screech's ass or something. Like, no, it was uh, it was it was Screech and one of the guys from uh, the Barbarino show. Yeah, hanging with Mr. Cooper. Screech Screech actually like mopped the floor with him. Yeah, yeah, Screech his ass. Well, he was he was like an old dude though. Was he, it like he, it, it was like from, an old man? But didn't the guy from Brave Screech was like kicked? well, Screech was like oh, thirty no. something, and yeah. this was like an old man. So of yeah. course, this old man got his ass kicked. But let's all cheer for Screech. So that's what vibe I got. But <laughs> give Screech, Screech one is for thing. Screech. Screech can kick ass in a boxing ring. He, 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 he seemed like there was years of the anger ass of an old fight. man in the boxing ring. Good is what job, he did. Good job, old man's ass. Yeah, good job, Screech. Anyway, so Tanya's there, and then it ends on just her getting bloodied, beaten to a pulp. And it's just this voiceover. It's like, well, what do I do? I'm an athlete. And that seems like Tanya's rationale. But in reality, she becomes a female boxer. And the last shot is her getting punched in the face a lot. Because one thing she has been dealing with her entire life is taking physical abuse. 
It's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how it's well about you can how hit. hard you can get hit and, and keep going. Because of all the abuse in her life, that's kind of that's like fucked up though. It's fucked up. But, but I bet it did. I bet it did give her good footwork to be. Uh, to it be. gives her good footwork, but she can also like take a punch. I'm that's just saying, true. But like the like the correlation between her mom and her husband abusing her and her becoming a female boxer. Yeah. Not like I don't know how good no, she I get, is. I get, I get what you're saying. It's, it's a just good point. like it's, it's just, a good point. That's why the opening. That's why the last shot is she's not been Tanya. Take, she's been taking abuse her whole but life. But the last so shot like, is not Tanya like knocking someone out. It's her on the ground bleeding with blood on the side of her yeah. face and just kind of and, and then it out. and then she and then she gets up and you just see the footwork and like it's just the oh, camera. Yeah, 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 the yeah. camera's just stuck on like the little blood spatter on the on the yeah. mat. Yeah. It's a good shot. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah good cinematography cool. in It's this. the most stylized Really part good cinematography in this. Of the movie, visually. It's most not most stylized narratively because we, as we were talking about, um, voiceover blending over into dialogue. But mm-hmm. it is the most stylized part narratively because there's like slow motion. And uh, it's the most stylized part when there's figure skating involved and these crazy triple axles mm-hmm. and all this stuff. It's just like, it's the Scorsese of it all, of blood dripping on like a boxing ring floor and just slow motion of getting ready and moving for the punch and just taking stuff out. Like I said at the beginning that that's why I feel mixed about this movie as much as I love it from an artistic and visual style as much as I love the acting in it Mm. I I wonder I wonder about the responsibility of telling a true story with the intention of... Of it also fulfilling a narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Especially making her a clear protagonist while still being flawed, being essentially just somebody that struggles through... Well... and, And maybe not... Maybe trying to free her from all the vilification that she went to. Right. Which is absolutely respectable, but... Like, like, who knows exactly how responsible she was for these things? And like in it's like, in, like in straight out of Compton, like in straight out of Compton, <sighs> they, Compton. there's I mean, well, just because we're talking biopics, yeah, with, might as well with, with a questionable reputation, like yeah. yes, like yeah, like like uh, there there are there are many notable uh, elements of Dr. Dre's life that are left out of the film and cubes too, and and. Like the cube actually, and, and it's right? Just, Friday, it's just like that—that's that's the City. question. That's the question uh-huh. that you're bringing up is like, like how much can we trust what we see on the screen? Like mm-hmm. how much of this is factual, and how much of it is dramatized for a narrative? And whereas with Bohemian Rhapsody, which is supposed to be much more stylized and much more, oh, it's a dream. It's a yes. dream of Freddie Mercury. This yeah. this presents itself as a much more realistic version. And while I liked the end result, I just. I, I wanted to know what you guys thought about that. Yeah, I just like, honestly, like, I'm curious about all that stuff too, but I don't know enough about the, about the historical yeah. events yeah. that actually went down. Like, I, I, ne- I never went down that Wikipedia rabbit hole. Me rabbit neither. Hole. I didn't well, see the documentary. I remember yeah. being a kid and seeing, and seeing the footage on the yeah. news. I remember the, watching the same the, footage where where Nancy Kerrigan is just screaming, "Why God? Why?" Like I, I remember when, watching "I Love the '90s" and they talked about this right. in one of the segments, and I've seen this on movie. good old VH1. They used to have videos back then. Yeah, video hits one. That's what VH1 stands for. You guys so, know that, did you? Like regard, like but like, I, I, I have I anyone done any? Didn't. Have any of us done any research besides this movie and what we remember? No, but I mean, what exactly. else? What, el- no. what, other, what other research is there really There's to look at? There's a documentary about this that came out. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Six but before. I mean, but I'm, what I'm saying is a lot of it's the, a very well a documented situation. But a lot of but a lot of these these conversations weren't publicly known. Oh, it's, it's okay. based on well, hearsay. That's where like so like that's why like um, 
the U.S. government created such like uh, charges and acts like like uh, conspiracy or the RICO Act. Yeah. Um, that's a way to uh, when the mob does something or something organized can like yeah. when they do one thing, if you can link it to all these other people, you can take down the entire organization. It's a law designed to like you knew about it and you did nothing about it. Well, then yeah. you're, you're you're or like or like we can kind of. You know, like the mob's really good about like separating people and having hierarchy to uh, to shield certain people. Certain from. people yeah. give like reasonable doubt in most situations, and not that anything about this conspiracy is well organized at all. Precisely, but um, I don't know, man. They all like got charged. Yeah, I mean, so, they got charged because they were a bunch of clumsy. Yeah. Dumbasses that but we like, don't just know we were don't immediately know. snitching on each other. Damn it, Jerry. As, as we soon don't as know the specifics of how much everyone definitely knew. We kind of assumed a, a good general amount. But it was enough to get like most of these people in jail and Tanya kicked out of skating. Yep. Yeah. That's which a- is to say something. So Which even if they hadn't done it officially, like so you get you but get that sucks because so like you it's get all a happy had. ending yeah. and an uplifting message. It's something for everybody. Yeah, it's a real like I, like we said earlier, a it's real a, romp. It's a real feel good movie that has a lot of heart and it gets you right here in the end. And oh man, you walk out of the theater feeling like you just saw something else because this isn't playing anymore. Well, you proud of that one? No. Okay. Good. You should not, not at all. It's funny you bring that up because it's a movie that demands that you question the narrative. Yes. That's why we're asking all these questions. We ourselves do not know, mm-hmm. which I feel like is part of this the never point happened. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just totally never happened. But it, it makes you question it. And I don't feel like that debate has been presented itself of, I don't want to say Tanya's side of the story, but definitely... Tanya not being like like it's very clear at least through just looking at court records and what happened Tanya was not the mastermind as portrayed back then like I was yeah, listening yeah. to something today and there's this whole documentary coming out about Lorena Bobbitt John Wayne Bobbitt's wife and when that all went down when the old slicey slicey happened it was all this crazy woman's cutting off dicks throwing them out of cars left and right but the documentary is definitely of just left and right huh left and right just left and Mm. That's right. It's a lot of pieces. <laughs> you get a dick. You get a dick. <laughs> but but the the documentary is like, listen, this woman came from Venezuela, believed she achieved the American dream with this man named John Wayne, and proceeded to be abused the entire time of their marriage. We don't have the entire story as what was portrayed when it first came out. What the media and as someone who's like been part of the media the media does this of like what's the headline what can get views what can get this and yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that happened to, to you gotta feed the beast. according to this documentary this happened to we Lorena. have to feed the beast feed the beast no but i but, but I, what happened to yeah, Lorena bobbitt may have happened to tanya harding it's not saying exactly everything but it definitely says you need to go figure this out aaron but no yeah. i do <laughs> or sam or anybody i did like me, i did appreciate we got to look at, we got to do the research. I did appreciate the it fact. It creates a conversation once it's over. Yeah. Oh, good, is, good. So the movie's giving me homework. <laughs> the movie's giving me homework. Thanks, exactly. movie. Thanks, I, movie. I did appreciate the fact that you definitely got a much broader view of her perspective than you, 
definitely got back then. It it was nice to see the story being told at least somewhat more from her perspective. Definitely more than you know people have been giving her credit for to. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everybody just assumes it's they really know about easy. the story. It's really easy to just be like, "You're the bad guy." Exactly. Yeah. So listen to what you have to say about that. Was why trash? Obviously, she would do this. And yeah, because because poor people are the, poor profile. people are the devil. All the rich people say so. Yeah. And I wasn't super familiar with the story anyway, which is probably for the best. Like I didn't really know a lot about it going in. Like I knew there was figure skating and somebody getting their knee busted with some kind of stick like pipe object yeah someone's name is tanya and you know i always i always assumed initially that it was actually tanya harding that did it and then i was like and then i heard later it was her boyfriend and i was just like all right that's the story you you just you have you have that footage in the 90s like there's just that's what it was hand bless you you just you have that footage it's like she's on the ground crying and it says tanya harding down at the bottom yeah exactly yeah it's hard not to put them all together. Yeah. So I, I never really knew much about it to begin with. So it was good, I think, for me going out with fresh eyes just to like take it as it was. But it's really, I, it's much better for other people who have probably grown up or lived for a while with this kind of concept of, you know, how things went, went down to see this and maybe open their minds up a little bit. And so for that reason, I think this, it, it, I'm glad this movie was made. It is a good movie. It was and a really good movie. It's a great movie. It was a really good movie. At the right time. I great. enjoyed it. And, and just, just great performances by like everybody who was involved. Fantastic cast. There was not a bad actor for involved. Allison and Janney to Even do most fat, of her fat ass. Fat, for Allison Janney to do most of her work at the beginning of the movie. She was. It makes sense. She, she was, still got she the Oscar. She was on Oscar. set for eight days. And she gets an Oscar and for it. And she got an Oscar for eight days well, of I'll work. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah. That's a, that's a heavy... Duty eight I don't days. imagine yeah. they asked for a lot of reshots for her. This seems she like seemed, does anyone she know the budget? Like she knew what she was doing. Going this seems into super it. indie. Does anyone know the budget? I don't know the budget, but I but I, I imagine it, most of the budget under, was ice under fifty easily. The, yeah, those shots were easily, easily the most expensive. Really, printing um, out a whole rink and yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that and the CGI and and getting getting enough people who know how to skate on the ice exactly. to just kind of pretend to. In the background, and this was before like Winter Soldier and everything, right? No, no, this, no, this, this came was out last, two years ago. Well, yeah, yeah, two years ago two at this point. Yeah, it's 2019 oh, now, okay. but yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a uh, 2017. It's 2017 okay. movie, so everyone knows all the players. Okay. And it was Margot Robbie's first uh, first step into into the production role, uh, producer's role, mm-hmm. and she's going to be doing that more often now, like Birds of Prey. That's going to that's that's yeah. going to be a. It's like the Tom Cruise route where you form a production company, so you're more mm-hmm. in charge of the movies that you're a part of, like Tom Cruise since. First Mission Impossible has like had a heavy say in every right. movie he's done, and Margot Robbie is one of those. She's, she's taking that those, approach. The people who can do that, oh, she's, smart she's taking that approach. It's just, you get more control well, over your career. Well, she's gonna way. she's gonna have to like like have a good track record moving forward. But this is a really great first film I to do that this. for. This was a solid movie, and she was awesome in it. Yeah, yeah, I really she, liked it. She really was. Yeah. Like and and like like nobody really stole the show just because all the performances were so strong. I don't know. I think her mom really stood out. That was. I she, mean, I like when you she tell me she was, got the Oscar. Well, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, like like I'm not surprised that she got the Oscar, but I can't that, say that she stole the show from everybody else because everybody definitely was great. not yeah, stole the show. It was but heavy I think she stood out. Stood out. Yeah, stood out. Yeah. But, but that that one scene where she's like about to leave and she's she's but like, just when, when everybody's stop, game is your, up here, like give your mom a kiss. 
Like that's that was oh, just yeah. some that was like some evil mob mob like what's shit. what's cooler than being cool? Ice cold, man. <laughs> like <laughs> right on. Damn. Damn. All right. No, that was that was her, that was she had some rough scenes to watch. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot to get through. So all in all, yes, definitely guarantee this movie. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a very strong recommend on this one. Yeah, very strong I, I recommend. Do, I can do all that. Yeah. But what do you think, dear Go audience? Watch it. Is this something you'll check out? Hit us up YouTube. Uh, leave us a comment. Go ahead and subscribe. It's on Hulu. Go watch it now. What are yeah, you doing? Yeah, check it on Hulu. As of this, it's been on. It's been on Hulu for six months. So yeah, do that. Go watch it. Get back to us. Let us know what you think. Get on the good foot. Do the bad thing. Also, if you feel like listening, hit us up on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Podstitcher, Podcatcher, all those websites that do that. Check out our website, movie.autopsy.com. We put a lot of work into it. We have a lot of fun. But for movie.autopsy, I'm Chad. I'm Sam. And I'm Aaron. Thank you for listening. What's up, crew? If you got any idea of what you would like for us to talk about on the minute or on Movie Night Autopsy podcast, hit us up on the social medias. You can hit us up on Twitter at Movie underscore Autopsy. Check us out on Facebook at Movie Night Autopsy. Always feel free to email us, contact at Movie Night Autopsy.com.